goes and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players pop and the fans all go insane. Someone wrong, Bobby's gone at the good old hockey game. Oh, good old hockey game is the best game you can name. Now the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Hockey fans, welcome to Borchek, Impact Media's weekly drive through the neutral zone all the way into the empty net of the world of professional hockey. Preferably the Nashville Predators, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Atlanta Gladiators, and of course, our KSU Owls. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. Let's go through the easy directions and pleasantries. If you would like to contact the show, you can email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. That is the universal email for everything Impact Media. If you want to put board check or hockey or something in the subject line, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. I probably will be able to figure out your uh, your uh, subject based off your question. Um, you can search for us on Facebook by searching Impact Media, Board Check, Jeremy York, any of those fun things should find us. If you want to find us on Twitter, if you're one of those people who just likes to click a link, listen to a show, then you want to go to at Team Impact Media on Twitter, where you can do so. You can look at all of our uh, shows that are posted there and click on any of them you want. Click on all of them if you want. We appreciate it either way. If you, uh, Board Check is our only show here at Impact Media that has its own standalone Twitter. You can find show notes, things about hockey, and uh, actually uh, a lot, uh, some stuff about rugby including Rugby ATL. That is uh, another thing we've picked up with board check there. I mean, you got to think of it. Rugby is kind of like hockey in the offseason. It's, it's a great sport. But you can find all of that at board check. If you want to follow myself, which is uh, will include show notes, will include uh, just uh, a, a lot of different interesting things, or at least things I think are interesting. Fun things to do, activities, uh, places we find ourselves, places we find you guys, all kinds of fun things. You can do so at the Impact 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. And of course, as always, you can find us anywhere you find a podcast, including Podcast One, Spotify, the iTunes Store, any of those fun, amazing places. If there's a place you regularly find a podcast that you cannot find us, Please let us know. We will fix that accordingly. Lots to get into tonight. I know I said this is going to be a Sunday show, but it, just, it seems to work better for Monday because now we can catch the Sunday scores, which is something I definitely wanted to do from yesterday. I'm going to start with the Atlanta Gladiators tonight. We know the big excitement from last week. we got the brand new owners. Uh, Campbell and and uh, Carter, Anthony Carter, of course, of the NFL. Um, they had their kickoff weekend. 
and they had all kinds of giveaways. They had fun activities. Night one and night two, they hosted the defending ECHL champions, Florida Everblades. And, of course, on night number three, that would be last night, they welcomed in for the first time of many, many, many times. Welcome in the brand new team in the ECHL and the now Georgia rival, state rival, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. We'll talk about that game in a minute. Let's start with Friday night. Friday night, opening night, they welcome in those Gators from Estero, or Estero, South Florida. We will say South Florida. Uh, they welcomed him in. This was a pretty good battle. Atlanta put three, count them three, one, two, three, in the back of the net in the first period. That was Kate Oliver, Reese Vitelli, and Brandon Schultz, who all had goals there. Uh, Robert Carpenter for the Everblades scored in the second. Not to be outdone, Gabe Gertler for our Gladiators did as well. And then Michael Neville scored in the third for the Everblades but last time I checked four is more than two that equals a Gladiators victory uh, Tyler Parks with the win as he stopped 30 of 32 shots uh, fantastic win for him by the way uh, and more importantly, uh, Tobitaj, I, I still don't know how to say his name, and uh, Mikey Pellick, they both had two assists on the night. Cody Sylvester had one as well, along with Tim Davison, uh, Kylie. I think, that was, I think that was all. Oh, no, Gertler had one as well. He went one and one. Uh, just fantastic overall effort. Definitely good to start off with a win. So, hey, we start off in first place. What a great thing, right? So that moves us to night number two. Not only that, you knocked off the defending champions. Because this team and their team are pretty similar to last year. There's not a lot of differences in the championship team in here. So we move to night number two. And in period number one, Florida says, if you can do that, we can too. They put three on the board in the first period where Oliver Chow, Austin Crossley, and Joe Pendenza scored goals for the Everblades. We get to the second, and Atlanta answers back with two of their own as Tim Davison and Mikey Pellick. Here's my mic. Probably should have you know, been known to drop gloves. Maybe I should keep calling Maybe I should just call him Mike. Sorry, Mike. But they add goals in the second period. We get to the third period, and Reese Vitelli adds a third goal. But it was after Robert Carpenter and Robert Kalisti had already put a few in the net for uh, the Everblades. Once, once again, simple math says that five is more than three. The Florida Everblades end up nodding the early series up at one. Uh, we had backup goaltender uh, Tendick in, and he stopped 23 of the 28 
uh, shots on goal. Is it Lown? I'm going to go with Lown. Had an assist. Schultz had an assist. Gertler, Olivier, and uh, Kylie actually added two in the losing effort. It's all right. One and one. So now, as of last night, we welcome in the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Now, I will say this. I am a fan of great logos, great jerseys, great nicknames. Uh, that's why I may be maybe a Gladiators fan. I enjoy our colors. Our, I think we do a fantastic job. I give, I give kudos to the Swamp Rabbits. I think they do some pretty cool stuff too. Uh, but the Savannah Ghost Pirates figured this out. They figured this out big time. This this looks wicked cool. Still not as cool as our gladiators, but this is wicked cool. Uh, I showed my nephews who I took to their first game last year, and they enjoyed it, of course. And uh, I showed them what the Ghost Pirates logo and all look like there, and they they liked it. They agreed with me. They liked the gladiators better. But uh, uh, kudos to Savannah for uh, getting the logo and, the, and everything right. You guys are doing a good job. So let's go to the game. And in said game, the Ghost Pirates score their first goal in this rivalry 58 seconds into the game. Yikes. Yikes, 58 seconds in. Now the good thing is the next goal was not scored till 14, almost 15 minutes into the second period. The bad news was it was by the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Which is okay because then we go to the third period, right? And Vincent, uh, by the way, that was Pat Gway in uh, the first period. Marcus Callion Keeley in the second and uh, then Vincent Marlowe scores and he plays for Savannah. Uh, not to be outdone though, Paul McAvoy gets Atlanta on the board about 13 minutes into the third and then Max Kaufman adds, uh, adds the fourth goal about 15 minutes in to pretty much seal the deal. Four is more than one. The Savannah Ghost Pirates Notch win number one in this series. Uh, Parks stop 31 of 35 shots. Assists on the night go to Schultz and Olivier. Pretty good. We we got a goal and two assists. The only problem was they they got three more than we did. But hey, it happens, right? It absolutely happens. Now, next games on the docket. They will not play until this Sunday, where the Gladiators will be in Orlando to take on the Solar Bears. 3 p.m. start in that one. If you're in the greater Orlando area and you want to go check out some great hockey, Solar Bears do a pretty good job, too, uh, but our Gladiators will be down there. Uh, go check them out. Now, I want to move to... I want to move to the KSU Owls. They had a game in Knoxville versus the 
the uh, Tennessee Volunteers on Thursday. That's always tough during the week to make that trip. You know, it's it, it's part of it's just part of sports and, and traveling and hockey. I understand that, but uh, it's always tough to go to somebody else's building late on a on a weekday like that. But our guys did well, and the score definitely does not def- uh, does not tell the story of this game. Uh, the Owls were were in this. They were battling. They these they don't give up. You know, there's a, a famous longtime coach in the area uh, where we're doing this podcast right now. He's a football coach. But he says the easiest thing you'll ever do is quit and go home. Well, one thing these KSU Owls will not do is quit and go home. They continued to battle, continued to battle, gave Tennessee everything they could. Everything, I mean, just sometimes shots don't fall. And unfortunately... Uh, our Owls fall in a close one, 8-3. to three. Now, keep this in mind. Some of you may think I'm reaching. I, I don't think I am. Uh, so our Owls go up there, give Tennessee a battle on a Thursday night. Tennessee has to turn around either on Friday or Saturday and play the University of Georgia. Now, the Owls are better than the Bulldogs. That's Maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, I believe that's more public opinion. But KSU gives Tennessee a big battle on Thursday. Then Friday or Saturday, I don't remember the exact day. Do you have it pulled up? Maybe I do. Was on I think it was on Friday. The Georgia Bulldogs beat the Tennessee Volunteers in ice hockey six to nothing. I know it doesn't score up on it, it doesn't show up on the score sheet. I know it, it sounds more like a, a moral victory than anything, but I feel like part of why Tennessee got blown out six to nothing the following night Yeah, that was on Friday. The night after was because our owls took them pillar to post. I think we wore them out. I think we absolutely wore them out. I mean, don't you guys see that that's that's clearly what happened here? I mean, our guys clearly wore, wore out the Volunteers so that when Georgia played them the following night, Tennessee had nothing left. They had nothing left. I mean, think of it like, uh, like, a, like a Royal Rumble with WWE. Let's say you've been in the match for a long time, and you finally you're able to get everybody cleared out of the ring. But the next guy comes out, and you got nothing left, and he easily throws you over. Now, a lot of people would say, "Man, how easy was that? He just come in and tossed him out like he was nothing." Well, it's because the guy before had just battled. So I'm going to give Tennessee credit too. They they fought back and they gave our owls everything too. The lucky thing for us is we didn't have another game. So. Uh, I want I want to just you know shout out to the Owls for taking it to Tennessee. I'm sure the Bulldogs sent you guys. Uh, I hope a fruit basket or something. I mean, gosh, I hope they they thanked you at some point for kind of wearing out Tennessee so that they could come in and easily beat them. I think that's the least they could do, right? I think that's the least they could do. But either way, 
the next time our owls will play will be this Friday and Saturday um, in Clemson versus the Tigers. Yep, these aren't just football schools. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tennessee, Clemson, Kennesaw. They all play hockey, too. They play hockey really well. But uh, let's see, 10 p.m. start on Friday. Saturday is a 5 p.m. start. Uh, I know I will be keeping tabs while I am covering college football this weekend. So I will be keeping tabs on uh, the Kennesaw games, and hopefully you will as well. And as we have been doing each and every week, let's preview, or let, let me tell you, uh, a couple more people from the team. Uh, tonight I am going to talk about a handful of, uh, I'm, I'm going to pretty much talk about the rest of the sophomores that I have not mentioned. If, and I will say this now, if you are a KSU Owls player, if you support the team, if you know the team, if you know any of the players, anything like that, if I haven't mentioned them, send me a message. Because maybe I, maybe I don't have them on the list. I, I used a preseason list for the list I have in my hand. I've tried to keep up as, uh, as new faces have appeared. But hey, I want to mention everybody because everybody deserves to be mentioned. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the sophomores here. We've got center. Owen Foster, he's the sophomore as I said. We have right wing sophomore Landon O'Neill. We have uh, Jack, I hope I get your name right. Uh, winger, s sophomore winger Jack Lackley. Could be Lakely. I will go with Lackley. We've got, uh, gotta be his brother, Connor Lackley or Lakely. He is a goalie and a sophomore. Uh, we also have Daniel uh, Cotnoir. Maybe I'm saying your name. If hey, Here's another thing, too. If I'm not saying your name correctly, send me a message. Tell me how to say your name. I want to get it right. I want everybody to know who you are. But uh, he is a center, Daniel Cotnoir. And finally, I want to talk about Aiden Nulty, who is a forward and a sophomore on this team as well. So shout out to all those amazing people. Owen Foster, uh, Landon O'Neill, Jack Lackley, Connor Lackley, Daniel Quatnar, and uh, Aiden Nulty. And according to my list, that leaves me six freshmen to talk about next week but uh, shout out to the ice owls man i i remember covering you guys years and years ago i'm glad to add you guys back to the to the uh glad to add you guys back to the uh the rotation and um we are we are i would say prelim talks we are in talks of trying to uh do some things together and uh, I want to really promote the Ice Owls. So if, if my listeners want to know how they can get involved, contact the show. We will try to tell you all the ways to do that. When we can make them more public, we are going to do so. But the best way that you can support this team right now is to tell other people about them. 
Uh, try to watch the games. Try to keep up on social media on uh, KSUHockey.com. You can find uh, KSU Ice Hockey on Instagram, Facebook, all those places. And make sure to, uh, like I said, keep up the best you can. Uh, you know, give a shout out. Tell these, tell these amazing people how how uh, great they're doing because they're doing some fantastic things. And you know, that's the best way to support them right now is to tell everybody about them. The more people that know, the better. That w and and to show up to games, show up to games when you can. Uh, we definitely wish them the best here at Board Check, and like I said, we are going to try to get some things going. Definitely going to try to get some things going. Now, we're going to take a short break where we're going to learn about our friends from BetOnline.net, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little NHL. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Board Check. First part of the show, we talked about the Atlanta Gladiators uh, start, starting one and two. That's fine. We split with the defending champs and... Uh, We've never seen Savannah before, so they were able to get us. They're not going to get us next time. And then, of course, we talked about the KSU Owls as uh, they had they uh, had the very, very narrow defeat by the Tennessee Volunteers. Although, like I said, I think they softened up the Volunteers because the Volunteers got blown out the very next night. Just saying. And then, of course, they have the upcoming games with the Clemson Tigers uh, this Friday and Saturday in Clemson. That should be fun. That's, that's a fun trip. I've been to Clemson a couple times for football. Uh, it'd probably be a fun trip for hockey. So, hey, if you're not doing anything this weekend, we'll take a fun little couple-hour ride up there. It's not really that far from, from the Atlanta area. Uh, you just hop on up, I believe, 85 and ride it practically all the way into Clemson. Uh, go support our Owls. Now, let's talk a little NHL. We're going to talk some NHL. Let's start with the Carolina Hurricanes. The Hurricanes off to a, uh, a pretty pretty decent start up until now. Last week, they, uh, they had a pretty interesting week. Last Monday, they were able to defeat the Seattle Kraken, or Kraken, 5-1. Goals by Sebastian Ajo, Seth Jarvis, Svesnikov doubled up and had two, Martinuk had one, and uh, Frederick Anderson with 22 saves out of 23 shots. I thought uh, and it was the power play goal that he gave up, so, you know, I, I thought that was uh, quite good. 
Then on Thursday, they went up to Edmonton. This was part of their big Canadian West, West trip there. They took on the Oilers. They unfortunately come up a little short, lost that one 4-2-6. Goal scorers Festikov with a hat trick. That dude is on fire right now. And uh, Marty Nachos, another guy who is just killing it. Uh, with the other goal, Frederick Anderson stopped 22 or 27 saves, rather. Sorry, Frederick, I shorted you a few. 27 saves in the losing effort. And then on Saturday, up in Calgary versus, is that still the Molson Center up there? Does anybody know? Maybe that's the Molson Center. I, uh, does it say? Does anybody know? Anybody? Nope, nobody knows. Okay. We'll figure that out. But anyway, they go up to Calgary to take on the Flames. They unfortunately lose this 3-2 in overtime as Sebastian Ajo and Calvin DeHaan, who recently acquired, recently signed Calvin DeHaan, had goals in that one. 29 saves for Antti Ranta, who is by far one of the best backups in the league. Does it kind of suck to go up north and, and drop three games? Yeah. Or, or to drop two of three? Yeah. But you beat Seattle. That's, that's going to help. Um, you still scored four goals against Edmonton. You scored two against Calgary and lost that one in overtime. I don't, I don't consider those bad losses. So uh, that moves us into this week where later on tonight they face the Vancouver Canucks to finish up their Canadian trip. Then they get three days off. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, that's 10.30 puck drop tonight on the East Coast here. And then on Friday, they will welcome in the New York Islanders for a 7 p.m. puck drop in Carolina. And on Saturday, they will go up to Philly to take on the Flyers, surging Flyers, 7 p.m. puck drop there. Let's move to the Carolina Panthers. I mean, not Carolina. I just said that. The Nashville Predators. I'm staring at the Predators logo and still said Carolina. Been a crazy day. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about last week. On Tuesday, they welcome in the L.A. Kings and uh, actually lose this one in a shootout. The regular or the game goals by uh, uh, Glass, Philip Forsberg, and uh, Jeannot. Soros with 32 saves, losing effort there. And in the shootout, uh, we had Glass that scored. We had Forsberg that scored. I think. No. Shootout. Here we go. Shootout. The goals were by Velarde, which was that was the only goal. Velarde, who uh, is a little dinged up, but he's he's been quite good off off the uh, start for LA. Uh, but Velarde had the lone goal that ended up being the winner. Weird thing is, is Kevin Fiala, former Nashville Predator, Kevin Fiala took the first shot for the Kings in the shootout. Uh, good to see Fiala back in Nashville. Uh, sucks he's on the other team, but that guy did a lot of stuff when he was here. So uh, definitely appreciate appreciate him. 
On Thursday, they go up to Columbus and lose to the Blue Jackets 5-3. to uh, Trennan, Janot, and Johansson all with the goals for the Predators. Lankinen stopped 37 shots uh, in a losing effort in that one. A lot of people think they're having a scoring problem. I don't think they're necessarily having a scoring problem. I think maybe you start shaking up some lines, start trying some different combinations, and I think things are going to turn around. Just, just me spitballing. Then, of course, on Saturday, they went up to Philadelphia and lost 3-1 to to the Flyers. Lone goal by uh, Matt, Matt Duchene. UC Soros with 22 saves in the losing effort. Upcoming schedule, they actually get four days off, which I think they can use. I think they're a little banged up, a little banged around. I think they're going to be okay. No, nothing to really worry about this early in the season. Uh, they will not play until Thursday when they host the St. Louis Blues at 8 p.m. I think that's Eastern. I know it is on Hulu and ESPN Plus. No idea. But I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern. And then on Saturday, they will welcome in the Washington Capitals 8 p.m. puck drop there. Let's look at the standings real quick. The standings. Carolina currently sits third in the Metropolitan. Division with seven points. Behind Philadelphia with eight and Pittsburgh with nine. And the Nashville Predators currently sit third place in the wild card race with five total points. They are a point behind versus the LA Kings and Chicago Blackhawks. Which is it's surprising that Chicago has that many points this early on. But still so early in the game. You know, it's it's so early in the season. It's time to still work some kinks out. It's, you know, I kind of agree with, uh, with some of the Preds media. Some of the Preds media that has that suggested that, um, you know, I'm not sure the leash is that long on some of the things that you, you, you get maybe another week or so and then some bigger changes need to start happening. And that's not just necessarily trades or people fired or nothing like that. It's, you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's some shake-ups. Try some different things out. Maybe uh, the, the the power play has not been amazing. That, that's one thing that that needs to to be fixed. And I don't know if that means to jumble up the lineup or to take the second unit and put them on the on the first line, the first line on the second, or I don't know. I, I'm not the coach. I'm. So I, I just want to see what they they uh, kind of end up doing. 
was the other thing? Oh, there was a Nashville note I wanted to get into. And that, of course. Where is it? I had it. Um, oh, here we go. Um, on Saturday, General Manager David Pwiles will, will be celebrating his 3,000th regular season game in NHL history as a general manager. Now, of course, he spent a lot of time with Washington before he, he is now with Nashville, but he will be the general manager for his 3,000th regular season game on Saturday. That is incredible. I don't remember the exact number, but he is just a handful of wins away from some other giant magical number, but fantastic work by David Plough. And, uh, go, you know, in Saturday, go to Smashville and help celebrate David's big night. Also with a big win. Because every night in Smashville is a win. You guys know that. Um... Just a few other notes before we got out of here. There it is. I wanted to mention that we could potentially have a new Iron Man. We know Keith Yandel set the record uh, what late last year by playing in his 989th consecutive game you know in a row which is a, a ridiculous streak but it seems to that the Vegas Golden Knights Phil Kessel journeyman he's been all over the place he is just a hard-nosed great hockey player uh, he is one game away from tying that mark and I believe tonight versus the Maple Leafs at 10 p.m. is when um, is when he will tie the streak with a chance to break the streak one night later tomorrow night against the San Jose Sharks in San Jose. And keep uh, last time he missed a game, by the way, was Halloween of 2009. How many people? that are listening to this show can remember what they were doing Halloween of 2009. I couldn't tell you what I did at Halloween of last year. I know it was probably eat too much candy. That's probably what it was. But uh, that's the last time he missed a game, and he has not missed one since. Um, if everything goes well, because I, I definitely don't want to jinx that, as you guys can hear me knocking, Knock on wood, his 1,000th game in a row would be against the Arizona Coyotes in Las Vegas on no November 17th. So about three, four weeks from now? Four weeks from now. Uh, shout out to Phil Kessel. Whether, I mean, he's going to tie the streak. We know that. Uh, where he goes with it or just his, his help from here on out. Just uh, Phil Kessel has been a fantastic player for 
so many teams in the NHL, and he is by far uh, just a great all-around guy and player. Always wants to play, always ready to chip in, always ready to do his part. Uh, you never hear bad things about Phil Kessel. But just wanted to give him a shout-out. That is all we have for tonight. Thanks for tuning in to another great edition of Board Check. We will see you guys next week. Go watch hockey. Go watch Canes. Go watch the Preds. Definitely watch the Gladiators. And definitely watch the KSU Owls. We will see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. And the players pop and the fans